the Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place. They're on top of the NBA world. They've reached the summit of the Avalanche for 2022 Stanley Cup champions. I'm back. Episode 167 of Four Future Considerations. And the birthday wish for the boys lasted only one week. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> It's Manny. Matt's here. But where's John? You know what? John got so excited by your trip. I heard that he's already on a magic carpet down to Disney. Wants to experience the whole new world. He's he's he caught the bug. He caught the Disney bug. Had to have been it. That sounds about right. If we know anything about John, he is an absolute... Splurger number one. He is also very immediate with his thinking. Something pops in his head. He goes and does it right away. Money is no object. You see the gold chains when when we do the video and stuff. So he has to be at Disney. There's no other option. I'm sure next week we'll we'll hear more regaled stories of uh, of, of him. More Disney trips. Yeah, yeah. more more Disney trips and all that. But how was yours? Uh, I was great. Like, it makes sense that you bring up uh, Aladdin because John does look like Abu the monkey. (laughs) He might be stuck in the genie's lamp for all we know. I was going more with Jafar. (laughs) (laughs) Or Iago, even. Uh, um, the trip was great. Uh, the girls had a blast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was amazing. It was hot every single day. Fantastic. So when you're from Canada and yeah, you want yeah. to get out of the winter and you go to Florida and it's 80 plus degrees every single day. It's the real deal. Can't beat it. So when does things change in Florida? Like, aside from what Florida's been into the last little bit. Because when my parents go down, they normally go January, February, March. And they're closer. They're on the Gulf side. They're closer south. But, like, January's always cold. And, like, I'm getting messages from them on on WhatsApp and stuff. And, like, oh, we went out for a walk today. It's 57 degrees. That's not... Who's bragging about 57 (laughs) degrees? And then talking to you about your trip, you're like, oh my God, it was 88 degrees. We're just melting into the pavement as we're waiting in line for three and a half hours for the teacups. <laughs> <laughs> Something changes in Florida when the calendar flips. I don't know. Well, apparently, John probably wishes he is stuck in the lamp because it's supposed to be cold right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, according to our Lyft driver, it was uncharacteristically warm okay. the week we were oh, there. Okay, that's what it is then. So now, so do you think the the pumpkin carriage is isolated uh, or insulated for him? Or <laughs> I hope so for his sake. He's going to need it, yeah. Right? Because him, with that shiny head of his, he's going to need to <laughs> lotion it up so he doesn't get burnt. Those poor little mice, too. <laughs> Oh, the girls had a great time. Uh, it was sunny and warm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pixie dust everywhere for Sophie's 10th birthday. Awesome. She loved it. Awesome. We surprised the girls and went to Universal for a day. Okay. They were ecstatic about Harry Potter and everything Harry Potter and Universal. Yeah, yeah. Got Heard to him. ride on the train. It was amazing. Epcot, you can drink and eat around the world. I did can that you? a That's few. That's cool. Yeah. Magic Kingdom's a dry 
Park. Interesting. So if you if you've never been to Disney and you don't know this, you can't get an alcoholic beverage at Magic Kingdom. Okay. However, there is Gaston there, and if you're good with Gaston, he might be able to slip ah, you some okay, some brown ale, shall we say? Okay, I had a good time with Gaston. Okay, uh, I slept on the teacups <laughs> after a night out with Gaston. <laughs> Uh, oh, so you were LeFou. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, I like it. Basically. And uh, and had a lot of fun in Epcot, too, and ate and drank around the world. Shannon had some frozen hot chocolate martini. Oh, they had wow. their holiday menu out. Okay, okay. And this thing. With that. Oh, my God. I'm not a big chocolate person, as yeah, I've yeah. said on the show. Yeah. But. That was some pretty tasty treats. What was that? Like seventy six bucks or <laughs> fourteen dollars? Okay. Actually, that's yeah, not bad. It's, it's, that's a good deal. I hope you got her a couple of those. <laughs> Close. I did. First day, and we had to go back a second day. She had a couple more. So <laughs> it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Great trip. And I hope John experiences the same thing. Uh, absolutely, because he's not with us this we week. We got him in the pumpkin carriage on the magic carpet. How do you not have a good time? And I heard the show last week, so I heard about John's birthday story, Loki. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yours, you didn't know other than the wish that I was away for a week. Right, right. Which came true. Yeah, I got that uh, one. How was your birthday celebration? It was good. So we did family stuff during the day, which was great. Uh, and then uh, my girlfriend and I were um, were going out for dinner uh, that evening. Um, we were planning on going to one particular place, and she had called. It's not a reservation-type place. Nice, nice place. Place, but not something that we expected to need to get reservations. So she had called the day before. Uh, the person said, no problem. You'll be fine. Come on. Okay. So we we're going to go for about 6.30 or so. She called again in the afternoon because she just didn't feel great about the first interaction. Okay. okay. And the, the next uh, available refer, uh, reservation was about 9.15 that Saturday night. So we didn't end up going to where we ended up planning on originally. Instead of that, we ended up having... One of the most, and I can't explain it all in the podcast because it was really take the whole show. One of the craziest dining experiences ever. And we sat there at one point and we thought to ourselves, not to get too serious on For Future Considerations, but do you ever believe in fate and like you, like you were destined to just miss or things were to go sure, a certain sure. way to just end up in a certain spot? It was the weirdest dinner experience I've ever had. If, you, if you're in the Windsor area, the restaurant is called The River Room. It's in the Doubletree Hotel on Riverside Drive. It's brand new. Brand new, right? Fantastic. Okay. Great place. The guests that were sitting next to us, she was the mo- one of the most memorable people I've ever come across in my life. The chef, Gustavo, <laughs> oh, yeah? at the, by the end of the night, is sitting at the table with us, telling us his life story, gives us a tour of the kitchen, it's telling us all this. If you got to bring a bunch of friends in here, we can put a table in the kitchen. You guys can watch us prepare the food and all that. Hell of a guy. He gives me his business card. I message him the next day. He messages back. We're basically best friends. <laughs> we got a new spot. We have a new spot in the city. But the experience with the guests was something that we will tell the story of for the rest of our lives. Wow. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. That's great. So... Let me backtrack. Was this the place you were originally going to go to? Not at all. So this was, I think, uh, so we were originally going to go to one place. It obviously didn't work out. After, I think, about seven or eight phone calls, 
my girlfriend made to try to get reservations. She came across this place, an open table, worked out just fine. So this was probably on the list of like calls that she had made, maybe eighth on the list, ninth on the list, because I hadn't heard of it. I didn't really know it was there. It's it only been open a few new. months. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can tell you, the only place we'll be eating from here on out was it was great great experience that's great and because they're new the chef wanted to impress you the managers were around the chef was there the chef was uh, did uh, a bunch of tv shows in peru oh wow famous he's a pretty he's a pretty good guy like you you google him on the youtube and stuff he's got like millions of views he's like uh that video of uh ronaldo showering (laughs) (laughs) it's right up there Ronaldo showering one, two. Gustavo, he does like a, a Chef Ramsay type show where he goes to the, went to these restaurants and tasted the food and told them all was shit. No way, <laughs> pretty neat. It was all in Spanish. I have no idea what he said to the guy, but they weren't happy when he reviewed it. And you could tell he was mad because he was throwing his arms around. Yeah, and he was getting like the big that. eyes and was like oh, just man. bewildered by it. So you know the real test for show. him though will be if Rashad likes the food. Oh. Right? Like, oh, yeah. Rashad, yeah. the kind of food connoisseur. Yeah. Well, I had a really good seafood linguine. We had these appetizers. We had some calamari. He brought over some uh, um, tiramisu for my uh, my birthday. Wow. Super nice guy. Great place. So River Room in Windsor, if you ever go Sasquatch Gustavo, he might give you a tour of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? That's a banger of a birthday. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was great. It was great. So uh, it's a good time. And hopefully, Rashad is having a good time wherever he is, Yep. but he's not able to join us. So, a little bit different, Matt and I will ask the questions of each other this week. That's fine. And we'll see how we do. All right. Which one do you want to be, Skip Bayless or Shannon Sharp? <laughs> Hold on. Let it. Let me take off my glasses. Did that you seems, see them the other day? That seems to have been going really yeah. well. Shannon took off the glasses. Looked like he wanted to rip Skip Bayless's oh, face did, off. Did Skip ever deserve it, too? Oh, man. <laughs> did he ever deserve Nine it? Nine out of ten oh, times he deserves it. It's anyway. true. Uh, once again, we want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast. Yeah, and I mean, we've gotten a ton of feedback, listener questions and all that. You guys have upped your game, too, the last couple weeks, and I hear we've got some good ones this week, too. So let's not waste any time and get into this debate. A pair of South Americans in Brazil and Argentina, and they're facing Messi here. Messi held up by Guardiol. Messi away from Guardiol. You guys may not like it. Mm-hmm. I heard the show last week. Not a lot of World Cup love from John and Matt. Not a lot, no. But Lionel Messi delivered an exceptional performance for Argentina, leading them into the World Cup final after defeating Croatia 3-0 on Tuesday. And Malcolm had a great question last week. I heard it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch the tournament the rest of the tournament you guys said no 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 now with the final upon us yeah are you going to watch the final well first off i just want to say i'm excited that the greatest soccer player of our lifetime and Messi, gets an opportunity to to play for a world cup championship okay okay 
No, I'm not watching it, Malcolm. Malcolm, come on. I know. It's a Sunday morning at, a, at 10 o'clock. What are you going to do? I, I, I've got hockey practice. My, no. My U7, sick. The U7 Merlot to come see Ravens or Thunder or whatever we're called. <laughs> we got a big game. The Eagles. The Eagles. Uh, I was going to say, good job, coach. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we got, we're going to be on the ice. Uh, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. Maybe Do you want me to record years. it for you? You know what? Um, I could probably use a little snooze after the uh, after we skate. It's <laughs> it's a pretty good workout. You get a good sweat in. So I can't believe you guys would miss Brazil Croatia in the quarters. Probably one of the best matches in the last twenty years. That's what I heard in all of soccer, and you guys missed it. What do you think? Uh, if we're going to divert to the soccer uh, a little bit from soccer here. What do you think of the the penalty shot shootout to win an advance in the World Cup? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. That's pretty BS. Right. <laughs> However, in saying that, they did play 90 minutes and then played another 30 oh, minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's you, 120 minutes. You absolutely cannot just let this game keep going until right? somebody scores. And and there are teams that are going for it too. Like yeah. you've seen Teams try to win it in regulation. You have to be clinical in the final third of the pitch. Um, And I think it's okay because even though I don't like it, I think it's okay because of the drama it provides, right? Like, Like you are on pins and needles. Like people living in nations that are playing in these matches like live and die oh. by these penalties. Yes. And like there my, was a, my guy Harry Kane. It's gonna be a rough trip home <laughs> for my guy. I hear he didn't go back to England. I heard he went he went no, on a vacation somewhere. We're shot in Disney right now. <laughs> he's, he's scaling Space Mountain hoping he can just fall right in. I heard you guys call me Sleeping Beauty last week. <laughs> what what princess is Harry Kane right now? <laughs> you know what? Harry Kane might be Rapunzel if he never left the tower. Just keep me up there. No I'm one not, can get me. I don't want to go anywhere I'm, else. I'm hidden. Leave me oh. alone. I was He he hit one penalty yep. and missed the next. Yep. And I read a great article on ESPN. ESPN wrote a great article about... Uh, the art of the penalty, taking the penalty, yes. right? And there are teams, there are countries that actually practice with the player standing at midfield and walking up to the penalty area okay. so they can feel okay. the drama yeah, and the yeah. emotion. Yeah. And there's players who are like, I make up my mind before I even walk up to the ball. For sure. Right? And then <laughs> and then you're second-guessing yourself because you're looking at the goalie. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why some players don't look at the goalie. They're looking at the ground yeah, or, yeah. or looking at anything else. So I would just get up there and pick the ball up and throw it <laughs> run away. <laughs> That's my strategy. Gah! Like, if it was me, I think I might croak before I oh. even get to the ball. <laughs> so, do, do you know if the trajectory of the ball slows down if it has vomit all over it? Because that's probably where I could end up. <laughs> so... I, I like it for the drama. It's it's tough to say. Can you end a semifinal match or quarterfinal That's match tough. on penalties? That's tough. But you they played 120 minutes. Yeah. So no, it's fair. It's I, fair. I, I just don't know. Uh, like a Brazil Croatia was great. I'm sad Portugal couldn't beat Morocco. Yeah. But 
they couldn't finish. They had chances, couldn't finish. Morocco's one of those teams. What a run. Cinderella story again. <laughs> again, Disney theme there. But, you know, they they will play 10 men back in front of their goalie. Yep. And wait to counterattack you for yep. the transition game. And that's what happened in Portugal. They play France. France needs to do their job. And I'm going to win some big cash. Yes, you are. So, and the France-Argentina final would be epic. I think it would be a tremendous final. Well, now we've got some baseball signings to talk about. People, okay. you talk about throwing money around like nobody's business. <laughs> Try to get a calculator out to, to keep track of some of these numbers that I'm going to throw you. Justin Verlander joins Max, Sir, Max Scherzer with the Mets. Two years, $86 million. Woo. Aaron Judge, which people are saying is a good deal. Aaron Judge, <laughs> nine years, $360 million to stay with the Yankees. Trey Turner goes to Philly for 11 years, $300 million. Xander Bogarts takes off and heads west to San Diego, 11 years, $280 million. We've got a few emails on the signings. Which one do you like the most, Manny? And which one do you like the least? So, first of all, I got to give it to you because you said Judge would stay in New York with mm-hmm. the Yankees. Yep. So, kudos to you. Although, I, as I read it, the Giants were offering 360. The Yankees were offering 300. Yes. And so Judge goes back to the Yankees and goes, I'm getting 360. Uh-huh. And oh, by the way, the Padres have now joined the uh-huh. race. Goes to San Diego, uh, calling the Yankees on the plane to San Diego. So the Giants are at 360, and I'm right now in San Diego. So how are you guys doing? So then New York says, <laughs> okay, fine. Yep. We'll give you 40 mil a year, which we thought he would get. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so which one do you like and which one do you not like? Well, I I think the Xander Bogarts one is bananas. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but Xander Bogarts, he's already 30. Yeah. And he just signed for a 11 more years at 280. It's, it's not 360 Aaron Judge money. But, but still, that's twenty five mil a year. Yeah. So I think that's the worst okay. deal. Um, the best deal might be Trey Turner. Oh, okay. Like I think Judge is going to be fine. Yeah. Like he's you. Your <clears throat> argument is valid when you did that. Um. When you said that it was the Yankees and I was arguing for the Giants, the fence in New York for sure is a little league park, right? Exactly. So he's going to hit his home runs. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Maybe won't hit 62 again. <laughs> no. But he'll hit 40 plus. Yep. So, but the Yankees still have some holes. They sure do. Right? Oh, like, yeah. What, actually, I, I said I hope the Phillies do get Trey Turner like a month ago because I couldn't name their shortstop. <laughs> no, they went to the World Series, and when they went to the World Series, yeah. right? So now they fill a hole. Oh yeah, with a premier player, I think the Phillies do really well here in getting Trey Turner. I I agree with you in Xander Bogarts. I think that is just lunacy. Eleven years, two eighty, and know, he's thirty. He's thirty, and all of these contracts are in into the 40-year range. Like, it's it's crazy to see that because I know it's been happening before, but we see this locally where we are in Windsor with, with Miguel. Miguel Cabrera. 
you know, this being his last year. Like, all of these deals and these teams, and I don't know what these books are going to look like in 10 years, but there's going to be a lot of teams that are carrying a lot of dead weight if they can't move the contracts. Uh, I mean, the one that I like is Justin Verlander's. 43 mil a year. 43 million dollars a year to hopefully play, make 35 starts, and then the playoffs. He joins Scherzer. I think that's better than Jacob DeGrom. It's less risk because it's two years, and DeGrom has injury issues. Verlander has had Tommy John surgery and has only been better since he had it. The Mets are throwing around money like nobody's business. This is one of the more reasonable contracts that they've handed out, believe it or not. So I don't mind the Verlander deal at all, and I don't like the Bogarts one one bit. It's awful, right? Like, yeah. At least Trey Turner, I think he just turned 29. Yes. So, I, again, he'll be approaching 40 when that deal is done. And he but- will be a guy that, down the road... You never know what the Phillies team is going to look like, but he's not going to play shortstop the whole time. Right. So, like, maybe exactly. he shifts to first base. Maybe that saves him a couple of years. Exactly. So, that's that's all well and good. But, you know, yeah. I don't, and, and the Padres, this I, I, I want to think this has nothing to do with Fernando Tatis, but I also want it to think it has everything to do with Fernando right. Tatis because if, if he can't get it together – there are way more teams in Major League Baseball that will take a chance on Fernando Tatis than they would on Xander Bogarts, and you haven't lost anything because Bogarts, from what I understand and what I read, is just going to slide in at short, and Tatis is going to the outfield anyways. Right. So I, I get that from that thinking. I really don't. Like, I don't know. This is it's, it's not my money. I don't care. But it's crazy money what some of these guys are, are pulling out into their early 40 years. And I, I'm with you. I like the Verlander deal as well for the Mets because you lose to Grom, who, by the way, has only pitched, what, like 22 games the last two years exactly. because of injuries? Yeah. Where Verlander has appeared more durable. You Scherzer, you signed the Senga guy from yep. Japan or yep. whatever, and now your rotation looks... Really, really good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they lose Chris Bassett to the the Blue Jays, which is a good signing for them. Not where I would put the money if I'm the Jays, but I mean, it's uh, there. There's there have been some decent enough deals, but there's there have been some crazy ones. Yeah, like they're spending more than I spent to go to Disney. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Craziness. Can you believe what we just saw? This is incredible. You know, guys, I gotta be honest, I have goosebumps. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Now time for our play of the week, and we didn't do a poll this week just because of how busy we were drinking with Gaston. So we made an executive decision and picked this play. If they can get it, they can get it to him. Young. Instead, they'll go inside, throw up, and he got it! He got it! He got it! I don't believe it! AJ Griffin at the buzzer! A.J. Griffin, with .5 seconds remaining in overtime, beats the buzzer and leads the Atlanta Hawks to a dramatic victory over the Chicago Bulls. Pretty good play. I think Atlanta got uh, home court advantage, shall we say? The clock didn't start right away, maybe? Slightly, slightly. 
One of those, you know, one of those things in sports, and I'm not a big basketball guy, but I'd love to know what it feels like to connect with a home run from on a, on a wood bat in a major league stadium. I'd love to hit a buzzer beater in right? the NBA. That would be unreal. I, I don't. I have no idea how I would react. <laughs> I don't know if I would just start jumping on people, or I would just stand there with my arms crossed like I've done this a hundred times. <laughs> I, I don't know. If I'd take the ball and just throw it at somebody. And, <laughs> kick somebody i don't know but that would be a great feeling i hit one basketball buzzer beater it was in a three on three tournament (laughs) (laughs) and uh, they had the horns out so somebody would hit the air horn yeah and the ball was in the air Uh i hit it yeah the only thing i remember is muff moffett jumping on me our good friend jd moffett jumping on me and i'm at the bottom of a pile on a (laughs) cement in a parking lot I think think when we played rec basketball on uh, Monday nights up in Owen Sound, I think I hit one shot that made it 22-21, and I stood there and did the Superman pose or the Heisman pose or something. The guy ran right past me, easy layup, and we were losing again. That might have been... Might have been the the last basket I've hit too, uh, fourteen years ago. The only other play that was worth it was the Mahomes flip. Did you see the yeah, Mahomes flip? Yeah, I like the Tyreek Hill touchdown too. Oh, that was so weird. It's so stupid. <laughs> and because he's so small, yeah, like he's one of the shortest oh, players yeah. on the field. It looks like little league football. <laughs> nobody can tackle it. Right. It's just bodies just lying so one fast. way. Yeah. <laughs> There's a mix of like Madden 94 and, <laughs> and Tech Mobile. And, yeah. <laughs> Our play of the week is brought to you by uh, London Onyx Quality uh, That Shows. What was that Giants movie with uh, Rick little, Moranis? Little Giants. Little Giants. It's a little bit like that too. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we will post the poll. Again, Podcast FFC on Twitter. Uh, you'll be able to vote for your play but play. We'll have options uh, next week, and uh, you can select yours and let us know which one you think was best. Speaking of basketball, the NBA this week announced some major changes to its awards, the biggest one being the naming of the MVP award after Michael Jordan. Do you have any issue with it? I don't, and I don't know why it's, it is an issue. I, I think it's better that it's named after somebody who is recognizable icon in the league that has that respect that like to win the Michael Jordan Award in the NBA is is the best you could possibly win. So I I don't mind it at all. I mean, you, we, we looked at the NHL and we've looked at some of the awards and stuff like that. And I think everybody's now looking at how their awards are named just in, in comparison stuff. Some of the NHL ones don't even make sense compared to, to this. But, I mean, Michael Jordan's the best player of all time. Sure, name the MVP trophy after him. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it either. I'm with you. Um, I think any conversation about who is the greatest NBA player of all time, it's Michael Jordan and blank. Of course. Right? It's yeah. Michael Jordan and Will Chamberlain. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Michael Jordan and Jerry West. Yeah. Michael Jordan Jackie and LeBron Moon. James. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jackie Moon. That's great. I, I saw a Jackie Moon jersey. I was going to get it for you, you for your birthday. That's great. <laughs> That's next year's gift. We'll be in buzzer beaters all day. Ah, there we go. Buzzer beater Jackie Moon. Wrestling bears. <laughs> so I, I don't see an issue with it because even if you think... Even even if you think there is another greatest player of all time, yeah. the debate is between that player 
and Michael Jordan. Yes. And I think you're going to lose if you pick another player. This is the guy who went to the NBA Finals six times. Yeah. And won six titles. Yeah. So, enough's enough. Are you ready? So we're going to save the Vancouver Canucks talk. I know this is going to, people are just going to shut it off now. Oh, you're not going to talk about the Canucks? Forget it. But we'll, <laughs> we'll save it for next week when Rashad joins us again. But let's go back into the mailbag. And I want to go back to a question that we had last week from our good friend Scribs. He said, if you could pick just one, which would you pick? Would you rather be the ace of your pitching staff, the, three, the star three-hole hitter, be the lights out closer or the flashy gold glove shortstop. I said the ace. Rashad wanted to be the the shortstop. <laughs> I love the description that you gave afterwards. So you want to hit two hundred and yeah. just play defense for sure. <laughs> now I heard but, you thought I would be the three hole hitter. Yes, and Rashad thought I would be the closer. Yes. Uh, I would only be the closer if they play music for me like they do Edwin da, Diaz. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, that would be narco. That's the next one. What's your walkout song? We need to we need to do that. Oh, one that's a times. good we one. Need to do that one. Of that these is times. a good one. Uh, but I like the I like the idea of being the ace. Yeah. Uh, but since you took it, I would be the three hole. Okay. Because I would want to drive in runs or be the guy at the plate with the game on the line. Yep. Yep. I love the pressure. Love it. Bring it on. Well, there you go. I mean, we got a decent team. We got you at the three hole. I'm the ace. We got Jose Iglesias at short. <laughs> All we need is a closer. We just we need sound, a closer. We sound like the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just traded the guy. Oh, man. What are we going to do? How about this question from Michael in Detroit? It's about the NFL playoff picture. First, the AFC. The Dolphins and Patriots are the six and seven seeds. Okay. And in the hunt are the Chargers and Jets. Michael wants to know which teams get in, in both the AFC and the NFC. So we'll do the AFC first. Okay. So Dolphins, Patriots are six and seven. Chargers and Jets are on the bubble. Okay. Of those four teams. Yeah. Which two are getting in? So the Dolphins and Patriots would be in right now. If the if the playoffs started tomorrow. Yeah. Or and tonight. Then the, if you the the Chargers are on the outside looking in, and then the Jets are just the Jets. So the Jets are uh, I mean Like Miami's eight and five. Yeah. New England, Chargers, and Jets are all seven and six. Yeah. So I the first thing I'm I, I go to and I'm looking for the schedules. So right. the first thing too, when and, and I go to the Chargers because I like the Chargers and I think that win was a, a big turnaround win for them last week. Look at what their schedule is coming up. They've got a home game against Tennessee. This win. should be a touch game. Your <laughs> Frank Caliendo as uh, <laughs> John win. Gruden win. 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 In Indianapolis, home to the Rams and at Denver, it doesn't get easier than that. Right, that's a pretty easy schedule. You, right? you, like if you're the Chargers at this point, you have to get in. Like you have to be in. You can knock the Patriots off. I don't know how this works with the tiebreaker for the Dolphins. I need the Dolphins to win less than eleven games, so they've got to lose in one of these games. The Titans so, game might be tough for the Chargers. I right? think so. Okay. I think it will be. I think it will be. Um, but I think the Chargers run the table after that. So of those teams, you know, the I like the Dolphins. 
And, and if I got to pick a team from the outside coming in, I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to pick the Jets here. Okay, but they played the Lions this weekend. Yeah. Okay, the Lions are vastly improved. They're flying, man. Then they play the Jaguars, the Seahawks, and then the Dolphins. So okay. I think the Jets have at least two more wins out of their next four games. That'll okay. get them to nine wins. Okay. I'm thinking this weekend's <coughs> game between the Jets and the Lions decides Ooh. which team gets in the playoffs, okay. right? The okay. Jets in the AFC, yeah, yeah. the Lions in the NFC, because okay. they're red hot they right are. now. So... Um, I think by the time the Jets and the Dolphins play Week 17, as much as or Week 18, I guess that would be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if um, the NFL would love that to mean something for sure. But you know, the Patriots <coughs> play the Raiders, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Dolphins. I don't like that at all. Maybe that's one more win. They get to eight. Yeah, I think they're out. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So I'm I'm picking the Dolphins to get in, and I like the Chargers bet, but I'm closely watching Lions-Jets this weekend. The Jets, Mike White is hurt. He had a bruised kid, a bruised yeah. rib or something yeah, like they're that. they're in trouble. They don't want to play Zach Wilson, who was the number two pick. There seems to be a little bit too much dysfunction there. So, so I'm with you in the Chargers. They're in trouble. Okay, so continuing on in the question from Michael... The NFC playoff picture. So the Commanders and Giants mathematically are the six, seven seeds, mm-hmm. even though they kissed each other's sisters and they tied two weeks ago. Yeah, that was cute. The Seahawks, Lions, Packers, Panthers, Falcons, all within reach. Okay? So if if I'm looking at that Division seeds: Washington seven five and one, New York seven five and one, Seattle seven and six, Detroit six and seven, Green Bay, Carolina, and Atlanta at five and eight. Yeah, still mathematically still around, still can get in there. Still around. Who do you like? Kudos right now to the Seattle Seahawks for being in the conversation. Correct. That was apparently the worst trade in the history of mankind when they <laughs> traded Russell Wilson to right. Denver. Right. It is one of the better trades that I think that they've pulled off. John Schneider, the GM there, and Pete Carroll, I think, has been outstanding as, as a head coach. Look, I'll take the local angle and look at the Lions. Like you said, that game against the Jets is going to be a good one. After that, they play in Carolina. Another big one for them. Then they're home to Chicago. But let me circle week 18. Okay. Because they play at Ford Field against the Green Bay Packers. If you want to see either, and I will say, and I think this wholeheartedly, the greatest regular season win in Detroit Lions history, week 18, oh, it's in Green Bay, in Green Bay, to win, to get into the playoffs against the Packers, they don't have to win a playoff game this year to do that. Also see, (laughs) in Green Bay, against the Packers with nothing to lose, that crushing the lion's soul. So, do I think the lions are going to get in? I think it's a little too it's it's too tough down the stretch for them in some of these flip flop games. So the Jets game, you never know. Carolina should win that game. 
Chicago, you should win that game. Green Bay is always going to be a wild card for the Lions. Right, right. So if that's three wins, that's nine wins. If that's enough to get you in, you probably need some help, which you may have already gotten from a tie. I, I don't think it changes. I think it's going to stay the way it is in the NFC. Wow. Could you imagine the Packers-Lions game in Week 18? Whoever wins gets in. Yeah. It would be the That would be the biggest regular season game in Detroit Lions franchise history. Wow. It would have to be. So the Seahawks, as, as you said, they've proved doubters wrong. By the way, they still have Denver's pick in the first round, too, oh, as yeah. part of that deal, yeah. which is a top five pick right now. It's a great pick. So the Seahawks have to play the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Jets, and then they end the season with the Rams. So okay. playing the Niners and the Chiefs the next two weeks, that's tough. Yep. They'll have to win their last two to beat the New York Jets yeah. and the Rams to get in. It's doable, but you're also going to need some help to make that happen. Carolina plays Pittsburgh, Detroit, which you mentioned, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. It's all possible because yeah. there's no world beaters there. Um, the Atlanta Falcons have the Saints, the Ravens, the Cardinals, and the Buccaneers. That, too, is possible, it's right? It's possible. Um, I don't like that one too much, but... The Packers. Who else do they play besides the Lions? They have the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Vikings. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. No. So, I think I'm going... Like, the Giants have only one win in their last six games. Yes. Like, they're falling off a cliff. Yeah, and they've got... They play Washington this, this week in yeah. Washington. Then they're in Minnesota home to the Colts, and they get a bye week 18 in Philadelphia. Because <laughs> Philly's just going to play gonna, their yeah, scrubs, I'm, I'm being right? serious. They're, they're going to play uh, Mark Wahlberg in that game. Like, really? <laughs> Vince Papali's going to play six different positions. <laughs> Washington's got New York this weekend, then the Niners, then the Browns, then the Cowboys. That's tough. That's very tough. That's very tough. So the Lions are getting in. Wow. The Lions are going to the playoffs. The Lions are getting in. I and I I even though the Seahawks lose their next two games, yeah. I think they beat the Jets and the Rams to get in as well. Okay, so you're dropping both NFC East teams and putting in some new blood. The Lions and the wow. Seahawks. How about Let's that? Let's go, baby. When was the last year the Lions and the Seahawks were in the playoffs together? Has Ooh. that ever happened? I don't know if that has ever happened. possible. <laughs> So, Michael in Detroit, there's hope for your Lions, oh, baby. Oh, Michael. Thanks Hang for on the for question. Week 18, my man. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Well, now it's time for Pump It or Dump It. Okay. This, I will caution everyone, was sent in by our good friend Kiefer in Amherstburg. <laughs> Who I was talking to yesterday at a nice, normal oh, good, con- good, We weren't good. making fun of each other or anything like that. I wish I knew that this was the song that was submitted before I had that conversation with him. Now, Kiefer says, I don't know, this, this, the sentence, it may be sentence structure here. Kiefer in Amherstburg, who says Billboard has named this the number one song. Are we taking Kiefer's word that Billboard said this is the number one song, or is this actually Billboard's number one song? This is the song. Traveling around the world. Over the phone, drop into I get more vulnerable. When you drunk, you tell me exactly how you feel. Well, no, 
what it is Don't say it cause you know that's why I wanna hear It's called Wait For You, just the letter U, by Future, <laughs> featuring Drake and Thames. Manny, what do you think? Pump it or dump it? Hold on, I want to look up if this is Billboard's Hot 100. There it is. It is, okay. 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 There's there's some other better songs than this one on it. I could name a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make Matt's 100, but it makes number one on Billboard's 100. Bill, Billboard makes it, I've got 100 Coco Melon songs that are <laughs> higher than this one. This isn't bad, but... Do you I, think this is the best song no, of 2022? No, I don't think it's the best Here's song the thing, of 2022. And, and, and I don't listen to the radio too much for music or anything like that. I've never heard this song in my life. That's how out of touch of the music scene that I am. And I think that is more of a reflection of the music scene than myself, because I am still hip as shit. Even though you just celebrated your 41st birthday. That's right. God damn it. I don't know who this Thames is. So you're dumping the song. I'm going to dump this song. I'm not going to dump it, but I'm not going to pump it either. Okay. I'm just going to put it on one in the background while I... You're just going to let it mellow. (laughs) Yes. Because it is a mellow song. It's a very mellow song. I don't... eh. It's it's quite chill. And uh, that does it for this week's debate. If you like the song, you can always let us know too, right? Disagree with us all you want. I mean, you're wrong, but you can disagree with us. (laughs) Remember to follow us all week as well on social media, Podcast FFC, on Twitter and Instagram, and for future considerations on Facebook as well. We want to thank our sponsors on this episode, London Awnings, Quality That Shows, Shane Topolovic of Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition. He's not happy with how the World Cup has gone. No, I haven't no. heard from him no. in he's, the last couple he's days. He's pretty disappointed. So I would imagine so. I also think he's hiding from his bookie because he's lost a few bets (laughs) in the World Cup. (laughs) Shane's hiding from a few people. (laughs) He's got his own 100 list. (laughs) He does. (laughs) He wants to have a future, so he's hiding. He's a little bit like uh, Steve Buscemi in that one Adam Sandler movie with the list. He's just crossing people off. Oh, nice guy. (laughs) And he is using lipstick at the same time. (laughs) Well, don't forget, if you have any questions for our upcoming debates, want to make any show suggestions, any guest suggestions, give us a poll, whatever you want. Send us an email, forfutureconsiderations at gmail.com. And make sure you tune in next week because we'll hear about Rashad's trip to Disney. (laughs) Or wherever he ended up with. Wherever, who knows. Maybe it costs the same. But uh, (laughs) hopefully he's okay and he'll join us again next week. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time on For Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the 
most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. You're still here? It's over. Go home.